0: What is up, podcast fam? You are listening to My Turf, a podcast about pro and college football. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ryan Marshall, back with you once again from Lower Alabama. We come to you every Tuesday evening, so tell your friends. We're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Show's email address, myturfshow at gmail.com, and my Twitter handle, ryanfn 18 So thank you so much for being with us. Man, It's uh, it's been a cool week. Got some NFL stuff to talk talk about. Got some uh, college football stuff to talk about. So title track for episode 64 is We Got Next. And that's what I'm going to talk about as far as these five impactful incoming true freshmen. And sometimes, you know, injuries, character issues, that can, you know, that can play into it a lot. So these are guys that I think are the surefire, you know, good players, going to make good decisions because they know they've got a lot of money maybe on the line to play on Sundays. Sometimes it's about maturity, um, picking up the, the speed of the game. I think these guys have it. I think they also have opportunity. I think it knocks for them in this certain position uh, to where to where they're going to get out there and be able to play early. So we're going to go over the five must-see TV, badass freshman taking the field in the fall first. And then we got a pretty good landscape of questions uh, in the second half of the show. So let's get into it here on my turf, episode 64. We got next. All right, number one, Zachariah Branch. Remember me talking about him last recruiting cycle, five-star wide receiver, going to USC, 5'10", 175. Oh man. Yeah, he's like a like Jalen Waddle. That's who he reminds me of. Speedster uh, with electric pass catching, elite speed, and concentration. And if he gets into space, he can score from anywhere with that angles. And they're very comparable size to Jalen Waddle. 5'10", 175. Yeah, it's very, very comparable. So don't sleep on Zachariah Branch making an impact early for USC because they can use him in some gadget sweeps and use some screens with that young man, and he also may return punts. I don't know, but you know Lincoln Riley, he gets the most out of his weapons uh, wherever he's coaching. Number two is going to be Oklahoma safety, Peyton Bowen, five-star out of Denton, Texas. He played at Guyer High School, which is a powerhouse, Texas powerhouse program over there, and his head coach said that he is a generational player, and a lot of people from that area feel the same way. Look, He's getting a lot of comparisons to uh Minka Fitzpatrick. He can play center field, he can also play the nickel corner. He's an outstanding player when it comes to the ball making skills, man. I mean he can just he gets a lot of interceptions and he goes after the ball a lot to cause a lot of fumbles. So he's a great player. I think uh with the Brent Venables effect too, how he develops defensive backs, you know that's what he's known for when he was at You know, Clemson, Oklahoma, before that, he's always been able to get the most out of his defensive backs, put a lot of great secondary players in the NFL. A.J. Terrell, Trayvon Mullen, Isaiah Simmons, I mean – Brent Venables knows what he's doing in that position. And Peyton Boeing is going to be a really, really good one at Oklahoma. I hope he gets onto the field. I think they're going to have some packages probably on third down and long to get him in there. Number three is going to be Clemson defensive lineman, Peter Woods. Six foot three, 285 pounds out of Thompson High School in Alabama. Another powerhouse program. He can play inside and out on the D-line. Great quick first step. Explosive big man with good strength. The skill set and that compact size is very comparable to Aaron Donald. Now look. I'm not saying he's going to be an Aaron Donald, but just the way he looks, he's not the biggest guy, kind of shorter, but got a really good build to him, and just an explosive athlete. That's what I'm seeing from Peter Woods. And, guys, he's already making waves at Clemson, which is no easy feat when you know how Dabo Swinney recruits. But I am tired of Dabo coming into the state of Alabama and getting some top prospects. Look, you already did it with uh, Justin Ross, who's one of the best wide receivers in the college game in the past five years, man, that guy was an absolute monster with Trevor Lawrence, and uh, yeah, I'm tired of it, Dabo. Stop doing it, man. All right, number four is going to be offensive tackle five star Francis McGow playing at Miami, six foot six, 315 pounds from IMG Academy. Unique blend of size and foot speed, guys. Already looking to become a starter on Miami's offensive line. And uh, I think he's going to be a special player, I man. He's got great hand placement and technique, especially just a great ability to establish leverage and also making waves as five-star offensive lineman. Sampson Okanola, Miami. Look, look at their head coaches. It's Mario Cristobal. Not only is he one of the best offensive line coaches in the country, I mean he's a head coach. He's a credit recruiting and really scouting these guys. So yeah, Francis Miguel. Is going to be looks like a starter and Samson Okanola. They're bad. They're this gonna be a bad duo, man. They're really recruiting well to start off with. Um, if you're trying to get your program up and running, get it right in the trenches, right? Number five, Alabama five-star safety Caleb Downs, six foot one ninety-five, out of Mill Creek High School in Georgia. Another special athlete who might seem undersized, but I think he looks, it says six foot 195, but he looks much bigger than that. He looks like he's six foot one, like 215. He, The kid's got an incredible build, man. I don't know what he does as far as working out, but he's he got arms like the rock. Uh, he's got great cover skills, cover corner skills. And then he's got like this gap integrity of a mindset of a middle linebacker. He will plug the run all day long and he's going to be very impactful from day one He was already playing safety, guys, free safety, in the freaking spring game. So that says a lot because, you know, Nick Saban just isn't going to start anyone. So, again, the top five, Caleb Downs, safety out of Alabama. You got Francis McGow, offensive lineman for Miami. Also, Samson Okanola. I want to put him in there at Miami as well. got Peter Woods, defensive lineman, Clemson. And safety at Oklahoma, Peyton Bowen. And wide receiver out of USC, Zachariah Branch. Remember those names. And remember old Ryan, told you first. Had a really good question uh, this past week, though, about college football and some, you know, certain things. Uh, Really one big thing is quarterbacks. So I'm going to go over it real quick, though. Um, Jimmy out of Dothan, Alabama. Ryan, I feel like everyone is obsessing over Alabama's quarterback battle, which I get. But there are some other high profile ones out there, right? Um, there are, I mean, just in the SEC, guys, we got, we got one at Ole Miss between Jackson Dart and Oklahoma State transfer Spencer Sanders for Lane Kiffin. It's going to be a tough one. Technically, there's still one at Georgia between Carson Bank and Brock Vandergriff. He hasn't named a starter there yet, uh, for the defending champs, defending back-to-back champions there for Kirby Smart. He technically still got one in Tennessee. I think we all think it's going to be Joe Milton, but he hasn't, Josh Heupel hasn't named a starter yet. Nico Amaliva is a very, very talented five-star freshman coming in you know Florida technically you got one there quarterback battle between Wisconsin transfer Graham Mertz and Ohio State transfer Jack Miller III so yeah we've got some quarterback battles still going out there and I think this is a good year for the conference as far as quarterbacks overall you know Mississippi State they bring back Will Rogers and I think he's gonna do pretty well this year remember Mike Leach you know tragically passed away from a heart attack Zach Barnett gets promoted from being defense coordinator to head coach. He brings in an offense coordinator in Kevin Barbay that comes over from Appalachian State. They're going to run that stretch zone system, which is more of the pistol sets uh, and getting away from the air rate. So he's a really good He's a really good play caller, and I think Will Rogers will be really good in that set. He's going to run a lot more bootlegs, I think. And then, of course, you know, you got LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels had a terrific year last year, especially in the second half of the season. Came over from Arizona State, still needs to eat a little bit of, you know, still needs to eat more, get more Cajun in you, uh, and he'll be just fine. But, yeah, he's a good looking player as well. Yeah, Kentucky, he's got Devin Leary, the NC State transfer. I think, you know, he's a little bit undersized, but he reminds me so much of Drew Brees. Maybe it's that kind of 5'10, 5'11 look, but the kid's got an electric electric arm, but really great quarterback battle still going on, and like I said, when we hear more about it in the fall camp, we'll be able to give more, uh, you know, hear more about it when they're, you know, coming back and going to all these different camps, trying to work on things that they didn't do so hot in the spring game, but yeah, I think we, we've got some really good quarterbacks in the SEC. All right, let's kind of transition to the NFL. So, we all know Dalvin Cook got released this week. Um... Kind of not shocking. I had a question from Greg out at the Pier, Wisconsin. Now that Dalvin Cook has been released, where do you see him going? Well, Dalvin said he's in no rush to sign, but he wants to be valued. Um, look, I think Miami makes a whole lot of sense. And I know And people are like, well, you know, yeah, but is he going to go there? I mean, he's from that area. He grew up in the Miami area. Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson have durability concerns, and they're older they got look, besides those two guys, they got a speedy running back and De- Devon A. Chain, who comes comes in from Texas AM, but he's gonna need time to develop. Uh, I think Mike McDaniel would make a whole lot of sense with Dalvin Cook to go there, man. I think he's one of the best running backs of this generation. And look, you guys would be so awesome if you added Dalvin Cook to that team. That would be, that would be awesome. Uh, but they also need to get Connor Williams signed on the offensive line. They need to get him signed that guard because they're going to need him uh, for the long haul this season. All right, Chase out of Marietta, Georgia. Big Mac Jones fan. How big of an impact would Nuck make in New England? That's, of course, DeAndre Hopkins. Look, if you got DeAndre Hopkins opposite of Juju Smith-Schuster, and then you've got Mike Gisicchi at tight end, or Andre Stevenson running back, it's a pretty good little offense there for New England. Bill O'Brien would love to have that weapon. That's the key, though. Is Bill O'Brien in DeAndre Hopkins are they on the same page are they cool with each other after he was the head coach and the Texan and the GM for the Texans he traded him to Arizona just he didn't want to pay him and he traded him so are they cool that's the big question that we gotta we gotta understand that drama so why did not you hear more about it but that would be that would be a really big pickup Chase he would he would really help that team I know he's not the same player that he was but uh, he would contribute still, I think, pretty pretty well there. Um, they needed to try to get him as much as possible. Because, um, like I said, DeAndre, it's DeAndre Hopkins, right? All right. Speaking of running backs, so Luke out of Tom's River, New Jersey. Ryan, big-time Giants fan, and I'm a friend of your cousin, Kevin. All right, right on, man. Um, why are we not paying Saquon Barkley? The easy answer would be because of the running back landscape, right, Luke? Um, the, pis- the position... Just isn't being viewed as the most valuable right now, and maybe that's because Zeke Elliott got paid and he didn't do so hot for him. Todd Gurley, great running back, got paid, and you know, it's it didn't work out at all. So, they're like these running backs are getting paid and not living up to the contract, so that's why I think they're a little bit hesitant on that. Also, Saquon was healthy this year, but the two previous seasons, he was not so. I think they're kind of kind of having a difficult time uh, committing to that. They just paid Daniel Jones, and I think Saquon is a very, 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 very valuable piece of that team. Um, and I hope they get it done. I would pay I would pay him at least you know getting three years, thirty million dollars, three years, thirty six million. Maybe give yourself an out on the third year, so guarantee the first two. But they have until uh, July seventeenth to figure this out, Luke. And, Like I said, remember, the running back depth chart ain't looking so hot. they got a 31-year-old Matt Breida, rookie, um, Eric Gray, who's a fifth-round pick out of Oklahoma. He's a solid player, and they got a third-year, sixth-round pick, Gary Brightwell, who came out of Arizona. So it's not a very sexy depth chart. You need Saquon to help that team out. They gave a lot as far as getting Paris Campbell and some other guys in there to help out that team. drafting wise so saquon would make that team that much better in my opinion what saquon does um behind the line of scrimmage it's just phenomenal man Um, he doesn't have to have the best offensive line to still find four or five yards and he can still break one too so i'm a big saquon fan um, and I hope I hope he ultimately comes back there to the New York Giants. All right, Milan out of Smith Station, Alabama. I'm a big fantasy football guy, Ryan. Who are some Dan- dynasty stashes I need to draft when looking at the rookie class? Uh, it's easy, guys. Uh, Atlanta rookie running rookie running back Bijan Robinson, get him. Detroit rookie running back Jameer Gibbs, get him. Seattle wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. L.A. Charger wide receiver Quentin Johnson. And you might think, well, he's going to be competing with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Both have durability, durability questions. And this kid's going to need to contribute right away. Get him. All right, number five is going to be uh, Minnesota wide receiver Jordan Addison. K.J. Osborne, Justin Jefferson. I get it. They're ridiculously talented. But this kid's uh, this kid's going to be extremely, extremely good, I feel like. 2021 Fred Biletnikoff Award winner. He's a special player, man. Really good. great separation and attention to the concentration, man. Great concentration on it. Baltimore wide receiver, Zay Flowers, you're thinking, well, they got OBJ, Ryan. They do have OBJ. But we don't know what we're getting from OBJ. Maybe getting injury-prone OBJ. Rashad Bateman ain't been healthy. Their best offensive weapon is Mark Andrews, the tight end. One of the best tight ends in the game. And I'm sorry I did not bring him up last week. When we were talking about other, you know, tight ends. um, Brock Bowers to George Kittle. uh, But Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey, those guys are just – they're filthy, man. They are absolutely filthy. Uh, Obviously, got to think about Bryce Young, right? Got to think about Bryce Young. Going to continue to develop, but it's going to be a good pickup. C.J. Stroud, got to pick these guys up. Jalen Carter, if you need one of those defensive players, if you play fantasy with him, get him. Why? because Jalen Carter is going to be learning from Fletcher Cox, who's not going to be playing forever, and Brandon Graham as well. So he's going to contribute in the next couple of years, I think, for the for the um, Philadelphia Eagles. We just need to get those character issues under control uh, for him to really, really excel. Um, and that's really kind of what I've got as far as thinking of Dynasty Stashes, man. But yeah, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, Think it's going to be a pretty interesting year. Remember, still pay attention to some of these NFL news, what we're looking at in these mandatory workouts. Buddha Baker, he's, uh, yeah, he's coming to go play. He requested a trade for the Arizona Cardinals, and he is going to the mandatory minicamps to play with uh, first-year head coach Jonathan Gannon. So they need him, man. He's that kind of a player. We talked about Bajon Robinson for the Atlanta Falcons, and he's going to split reps with Tyler Algier. But look, they're going to be playing second-year quarterback Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. It looks like Kyle Pitts and Drake London are two incredible talents. Get these damn kids some touches, man. Do right by them, Arthur Smith. These are incredible talents that you could just be wasting away. I've been waiting for Kyle Pitts to break out. Make it happen this year. Baltimore Ravens talked about it. Odell Beckham Jr. Why is Zay Flowers running those? You know those jet sweeps. How they use him. Todd Monken should have a nice nice uh time giving that man the battle, giving that man um the ball. As far as uh Carolina Panthers, look, it's Bryce Young's progress. He's now QB1. Get him ready to go with those uh, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark. Get the kid some you know, get the kid his reps. He's gonna need it. Remember, they've also got rookie wide receiver Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss and Terrace Marshall. So that's a pretty good pretty good group of players to be throwing the football, too. Uh, for C.J. Stroud, look, we're watching, obviously, how he's going to do. He's got a new, you know, got a new offensive coordinator coming in there. You got Robert Woods, who could really mentor guys like John Menchie, Nico Collins. You got Rookie Speedster. He, uh, Tank Dell out of uh, University of Houston. A lot of people gave him a first and a second round grade. And Tight end Dalton Schultz, who's one of the top, at least top five or six tight ends in the game coming over from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Justin Fields, how is he going to develop this year? He's got no excuses. He's got Chase Claypool, and now he's got DJ Moore, a true number one wide receiver. He's got Cole Komet to it, tied in. This is a make it or break it year for Justin Fields, so I'm, I'm interested to see and hear about how he's doing uh, with these mini camps. Of course, the Cincinnati Bengals. They've been in the Super Bowl conversation the last couple of years. Big part of that reason was because they had Jesse Bates and Von Bell at safety. Those guys are gone. So it's a new look secondary. and It's going to be Dax Hill and Nick Scott taking over for those guys. So they got to get it done. Eli Apple's gone finally. Denver Broncos, look, everybody's excited about Sean Payton being there. You got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, KJ Hamler. But they got to get Javante Williams healthy at running back and get a running game. Uh, some IJP Ryan's there right now, so... Get it, you know. Javante Williams, I drafted him last year. Thought he was going to be really good. And then injury. Lost him. It sucked. All right. My Packers, we all know it's short and love. Heard the reports he doesn't throw a very tight spiral. Uh, Matt LaFleur, our head coach, said, well, that's okay because, you know, Peyton Manning didn't either. Oh, do not even try to compare him to Peyton Manning. Please, God. Please, God, don't do that. Colts, look, we're hearing all about... Uh, Gardner Minshew versus Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson's an incredible athlete, guys. He really is. But what can he do between the ears when the lights come on? We're going to find out in the preseason. That's, uh, same thing with Will Loves. We're going to find out. For Jacksonville, everybody's talking about Calvin Ridley really already, look, making waves. They're going to allow that, that foot injury to heal up. But everybody's thinking, man, he's going to return a top 10 or top 5 wide receiver form when he hits the... When he hits the turf, playing with uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? Of course, Kansas City Chiefs. Look, they have the weapons, right? They lose Juju Smith-Schuster, they lose Nicole Hardman, they lose Demarcus Robinson. Kadarius Tony showed flashes at the end of the season. Marquez Valdez, Scantlin, Sky Moore, all have done really well. So for the defending champs, we've seen that they've been able to kind of miss and match some guys that you're not even thinking about. And do pretty well offensively with Patrick Holmes. It's Andy Reid. We talked about uh, the Brent Venables effect in college football for secondary players. Well, it's Andy Reid, the Andy Reid effect uh, for playmakers on the offense side of the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I don't think anybody uh, has done it better the last last ten years. Man, he is just a, a remarkable, remarkable offensive coach. Uh, it's 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 cr- it's crazy. It's crazy. Other headlines, of course, we we've, we've talked about it, right, right. Uh, what in the heck are the Buccaneers going to do at quarterback? So we, it's Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask. Um, new offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, we were talking about Quentin Johnson. He, hey, Kellen Moore is now the new offensive coordinator for Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler got paid. We'll see how they do. The Rams, the defense, it's, it's pretty young. I mean, it's remember, Bobby Wagner's gone, Leonard Floyd's gone, and Jalen Ramsey's gone. It's Aaron Donald and a bunch of new faces you've never even heard of. Minnesota Vikings, they're installing a new defense with Brian Flores. Um, last year, they were awful. They were like 31st in defense. So they're all going to be trying to work on different things on that side of the football because they, they lost a lot of talent on that side as well. We're still waiting to hear more about uh, Michael Thomas getting to training camp for the New Orleans Saints, but uh, he's going to have to get there quick. We haven't seen him the last couple of years after he got that big contract. Um, Derek Carr needs a man. Like so, said, Alvin Kamara, we don't know what's happening there. It looks like Kendra Miller's going to have to – the rookie running back out of TCU is going to have to come over there and help him out immediately. Um, Jamal Williams they've got him, who's a nice complimentary back, I think. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, man, uh, Alvin Kamara means an awful, awful lot to that team. Awful lot. All right, well, pretty good show. I like what we went over. I thought it was an interesting conversation to have about some, you know, some rookies in the NFL. And, of course, some five must-see TV freshmen uh, going into college football. So these guys, we got next. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty true right now. I think those are the guys that uh, you'll be hearing their, their names quite a bit come um, Saturday for college football. But later on down the road, and like I said, a friend was telling me about how, like, hey, Rise of the Beast would be a good show. When I was kind of bouncing it back, what I was going to be talking about. And um, yeah, she gave me really good insights. Like that's what you should do later on. Like when these guys maybe separate themselves, or people that we haven't even been hearing about come up and start making a big time impact and get their names, uh, get their names out there. So that's something we could do definitely, definitely down the road. But uh, can't thank you enough for joining us here on My Turf, Episode sixty four. We got next. Remember to tell your friends, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and be sure to tell your father on Sunday. Happy Father's Day and celebrate them. Um, So shout out to my uncles, my cousins, brothers, friends, uh, my brother-in-laws, my son-in-law, my father-in-law, excuse me, I ain't got a son-in-law yet, thank God. Uh, Father-in-law, you know, happy Father's Day to all you wonderful dads out there. Hope you guys celebrate them. So episode 64, we got next. That's a wrap, folks. Have a great rest of your week.